When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the time of the deep dives. Cannonball! This is the Rich Eisen Show. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. This office that Russell Wilson was allowed to have in Denver. They put the office on the second floor where all the executives were. Let's rock. Today's guests, ESPN NFL draft analyst Todd McShay, ESPN MLB insider Jeff Passan, PBA Hall of Famer Pete Weber, senior writer for the MMQB Albert Breer, and now it's Rich Eisen. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show, live on the Roku channel, this terrestrial radio affiliate, Sirius XM Odyssey. We say hello to you on the final Monday of February 2023. What a weekend in the NBA it was. What a week it's going to be in the NFL. The Combine is this week. I will be on the air on NFL Network um, for uh, an insane amount of time. Um, and the combine begins this very week. Uh, players are already reporting to Indianapolis. Rumors are already flying. Podiums will be white hot to the touch starting tomorrow. Drills, on-field drills on NFL Network start Thursday, all weekend long. I'll be there with Daniel Jeremiah, who's on tomorrow's show. Todd McShay, who is one of the lead draft analysts for the Worldwide Leader in Sports, is going to help us kick off all of our combine coverage in about 20 minutes time to kick off this show albert breer at the very end uh hour number two jeff passan will join us as uh it's quite an interesting first weekend of spring training baseball with all the rule changes and the pitch clock and everything going on in baseball he'll be joining us top of hour number two and then over the weekend it was uh the 11th anniversary of uh, uh bowling legend pete weber um screaming at uh, the fans uh who do you think you are i am and um, so Pete's going to join us uh, in the in the middle of hour number two um, to uh, to join us to just stroll down memory lane. As we all know, at the Super Bowl, Stephon Diggs of the uh, the Buffalo Bills said that was the inspiration for him. Um, so he will be uh, joining us in hour number two just to have some fun. It's overreaction Monday. So much to discuss today, and that's how I say good morning to Christopher Brockman here on the West Coast. Good, good day, sir. Hey, Rich, why do you guys whisper at the combine? You and Daniel are always whispering. Well, it's something we 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 uh, we do because it is a working environment. But you're in a booth, like no one can hear you. <laughs> False. False. I don't know if you've met me, but my voice carries, bro. My voice I know, but carries. There are fans, is the music coming back this year? No. Whack. Music, music, <laughs> music lasted like one one drill before they turned it off. Stupid. I love the music. Good to see you over there, Jason <laughs> Felly. How are you doing, Jason um, Felly? How are you? Rich? I am well. And T.J. Jefferson, the candle's already lit over there. Good to see you. Over I there. mean, you really have made a, 
uh, career, by the way, you emote, Rich. That's how you got. I appreciate that. Let's yeah. ride. Uh, as a matter of fact, <laughs> uh, I'm here in this locker room known as the Rich Eisen Show. I came down from my second floor office just to hang with you guys. So good You've to see you. You've never invited us up there. That's, that's uh, why. You know, my door is always open. I don't understand what <laughs> you're talking about. We don't know where it's at. What a weekend in the NBA. Uh, let me just say this to everybody. Let me just say this to everybody. And I, I, I mean this in my bones. Uh-oh. Ooh. Do not let the Los Angeles Lakers in the tournament. Don't do it. Come on. Laugh all you want. You're laughing. Clipper fan laughing. I saw your team go down in heartbreaking fashion on Friday night in person. Okay, we'll discuss point. that. And then one of two overtime losses for you this weekend. Yeah, I mean, we're giving the people their money. Chris Brown, man, <laughs> I know your Celtics came up with a big win over the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, and you are looking Irish. down your nose at the rest of the luck association. The I know how you're looking at it. They luck, baby. And I know one of the teams that beat the Clippers in overtime are the Denver Nuggets, and they are the best team in the Western Conference in the NBA right now. Only if now. you go by record. And, and, and also seeing the playmakers <laughs> that they can put on that floor when fully healthy. And as of this last Monday of February, you look at the Western Conference and the Nuggets are head and shoulders above everyone else, also in the standings. And on top of it, the other question is, how will the Suns be able to separate from the rest of the Western Conference mosh pit to try and join the Nuggets as one of those talented rosters that will be very difficult to beat in a seven-game series once everything starts in the playoffs. How quickly can Durant and everyone get up to speed? Because right now the Suns are in the rest of that Western Conference mosh pit. Going into the weekend, Chris, we were talking about these Lakers having won two in a row having won three of four since the trade deadline reconstituted their roster. And you even mentioned Darvin Ham targeted the sixth seed. Yep, I want the sixth seed, he said, which is outside of the play-in tournament. No play-in. Which was also, uh, uh, I think, a, a target that a lot of people thought was a little bit higher than, than what was possible. Going into the weekend, they were in... 13th place in the conference and several games out of the lead in that division. Now you flash forward to today. As you could see, they were 14 games out of first place, three and a half games behind the Mavericks going into the weekend. Flash forward to today. Flash forward to today, and voila, just two and a half games behind the Mavericks in the sixth seed and two in the loss column. Now, they got a ton of teams to leapfrog, including the Blazers, who got 71 from Dame Lillard last night. Dame, Dame, time, Dame time was uh, 7.01 last night, seven, one minute after seven last night, <laughs> 71 <laughs> points for him. But you look at those standings, and the Lakers – Coming off of the win against the Mavericks. Right. And if you wouldn't mind putting the, the statistics, uh, the, the standings up one more time. The Warriors, they did get a win um, on Sunday, but the Clippers lost twice. The Mavericks lost to the Lakers. The Thunder are now behind the Lakers. They're now one fewer team they have to leapfrog. 
And then you look at the Lakers just at 32 losses. The Blazers have 31. The Pelicans have 31. The Timberwolves have the same number of losses. The Jazz have 31. The Warriors, Clippers, and Mavericks have the same number of losses, and it is just two fewer than the Lakers. And the reconstituted Lakers, I know I'm sounding like O'Shea Jackson Jr. here, but I'm serious, man. No, You look at the way the Lakers have played since reconstituting their roster, and it's not just LeBron has to play above his age, or I guess below it, and, and Anthony Davis has got to play out of his skull. They've gotten help. Now, D'Angelo Russell got hurt, but in the... In the first game of their three-game win streak against New Orleans, Russell had 21 points and seven assists, while Davis had 28 and 10, and LeBron had 21, 6 and 6. Next game against Golden State, LeBron 13, 9 and 8, Davis 12 and 12, but Malik Beasley lit it up for seven threes, and Mo Bamba had a double-double of 10 and 13. And yesterday, how about Jared Vanderbilt 15 and 17, while LeBron and Anthony Davis had to turn it on because they were down by 27, and they still won in Dallas. Don't let them in the tournament. You've seen teams that LeBron has taken to the finals that I think are far less loaded than this team is right now. Anthony Davis is a major problem, this just in, and LeBron is playing really well and let him manage whatever injury he has. I believe... In the Lakers. I truly do. Who are who's who's way better than them? I think the Nuggets. I think we need to see we need to see the Suns. And what will the Grizz look like once they finally put the pedal to the metal? We're gonna find out. They play each other on Tuesday. Beautiful. And you said we're gonna find out about the Lakers over the next couple of games. Next yeah, they six had, they games. Had seven games uh against teams above them in the standings. So they just beat Golden State and Dallas. Now they have five coming. Memphis tomorrow, Oklahoma City on Wednesday, Minnesota Friday, big week for the Lakers. Sunday, national televised game against Golden State, and then a week from Tuesday on TNT against Memphis again. We're going to find out how good the Lakers are in the next week. They're at Memphis coming up this week? Yep. Okay. And uh, I have learned Shannon Sharp will not be there for that game. He's positive about that. So on on the seventh, he might be (laughs) here in L.A. Get your cardigans ready for that Tuesday nighter after the combine. We should all wear cardigans. We should all wear cardigans. Should be cardigan night. I don't think I could swing that one. Bobble cardigan night. (laughs) Don't let the Lakers. Don't the Lakers for sure should do a Shannon Sharp cardigan bobblehead night to troll Memphis. Don't let them in. The Lakers. In the tournament. Fair warning. I think that's a safe warning. Fair warning. The six seed, dude, they're two losses out of it now. You can look way above that if they go on a nice little run. Stay healthy. Let's see how everybody can start meshing together. Darvin Ham, man, he can coach his ass off. Let's go. It's more interesting. I know a lot of there's a lot of Laker hate. More interesting, hands down, when the Lakers are in the mix and LeBron's in the mix and they're together in this mix. I'm looking forward to the next few weeks. Don't let them in, Western Conference. <laughs> now then, um, in advance of Todd McShay calling shortly, our, our friend Adam Schefter reporting. 
something that is, it's all part of this mix. The mix that we saw the minute Lovey Smith bequeathed to his former team in Chicago as he went out the door in Houston, the first overall selection, because for whatever reason, he spit his last Texans breath right at the front office by winning a meaningless game, costing the Texans the first overall selection. And thank you, Lovey, because it's made this draft that much more interesting. And I mentioned here, Brockman threw it out there in an overreaction Monday. Then I mentioned here and then asked to Justin Fields' grill when he stopped by kindly to the Rich Eisen show at the Super Bowl. Are you ready to have your status as the starting quarterback of the Chicago Bears question? He said yes. Then comes the avalanche of, well, general managers at the coming out of the Senior Bowl think that this uh, this uh, this trade from Chicago may just be Justin Fields, not the first overall pick. And at some point, Bryce Young's going to stop in to Chicago and C.J. Stroud's going to stop in. And you, Chris, said last week, well, it's really Bryce Young. And I'm like, no, C.J. Stroud's going to make a run. C.J. Stroud's going to make a run, and suddenly at some point it's going to be like, hey, this guy can spin it, and this guy is right there with Bryce Young, if not above. And Tom McShay may tell us something differently in about seven minutes' time, but Bryce Young's not throwing at the combine. C.J. Stroud is. So he's going to have on Saturday on the on-field drills on NFL Network with Daniel Jeremiah and yours truly in the booth a... Clear runway. Will Levis will be on the runway. The kid Richardson from Florida will be on the runway. But this is going to be a C.J. Stroud, as you know, neck and neck with Bryce Young conversation for the Bears and conversation for the league if the Bears are going to trade the pick because it should be Justin Fields' gig. He's proven it. And they can potentially get a King's ransom because if you look at the draft order Two teams in the same division are going for a quarterback this year. And it's Houston and the team hosting the Combine, Indianapolis. You've got the Panthers in this mix. Can the Atlanta Falcons even be interested in something like that? Interesting. What will the Raiders do? The Raiders. At seven, eight, and nine, Todd McShay has the Raiders going. Will Levis of Kentucky. Yeah, they could wait right there and get him, I feel like. Adam Schefter saying the Bears are open to trading this draft choice. And that, no, that they're leaning towards it or what have you. And mentioned all those teams. It's on. It's on. It's combine week. It is on. You know what I have been saying. The Bears need to make it seem like they're going to trade Justin Fields. It's entirely possible that period is over. I think it's going to go longer because at some point they will have Bryce Young in and they will have C.J. Stroud in unless somebody comes at the combine after seeing Stroud on the field and in their interview room or seeing Young in their interview room falling head over heels in love with this person and wanting to front load right away, blowing away, Godfather offering the Chicago Bears who say, we're done. I don't think, in my mind, the Raiders, Falcons, 
and Panthers are in this mix because they're going to have to offer an insane package for the Bears to entertain moving as far down as 7, 8, or 9 in this draft, removing them from the Will Anderson, Jalen Carter zone. I think it's going to be between the Texans and the Colts, and Ryan Pohl should play them both off each other like crazy. Now, the Texans can sit here and say, well, you know what, Ryan, that, that's too rich for our blood. We'll just sit where we are, and we'll take the other guy that the Colts don't take. Yeah, This is the horse trading that's happening, or will happen, and for some reason, I feel like we're going to have to get through pro days. I've, I've pegged late March, early April for this deal. Can happen sooner. But it's on. It's on. Let's go. Again, Bears should play them all off each other and make it seem like at some point when they're playing off each other and saying, yeah, we're not going to go in that direction. It's too rich for our blood. Okay, guess what? Guess who we're going to have in for a, a meeting? Bryce Young. Hopefully, you know what? Does he like deep dish? <laughs> Does he like? Have you ever seen the bean? The bean is really cool. Does he like deep dish? That'll be that'll be that'll be the retort to anybody that doesn't meet Ryan Pulse's asking offer. We're gonna find out if he likes deep dish. Do you like deep dish? How about them apples or portillos? You know. Oh baby, it's on and it's starting. It is starting. Popcorn. Chicago has a popcorn. Wait till C.J. Stroud spins it on Saturday. Oh, he's gonna look great doing it, man. 6'3", 225. Wait till he spins it on Saturday. And Bryce Young will be standing there. It'll be a long day for him. Just standing there in his in his zip up. Oh, yeah, alphabetical, right? So. Oh, no, he'll, he'll, be just, he'll just be standing there. Oh, young, oh, he's yeah. last. He's yeah. last. Right? He'll be there, but he'll, yeah. you know, he'll be there watching Stroud spin it. And, and of course, he'll show up in Alabama and he'll spin it. Oh, now suddenly uh, Young's up there. That's the way it's going to work. Everybody just... <laughs> Listen Breathe and pace, but it starts this week. 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the program. We've got Todd McShay from the Worldwide Leader in Sports to kick it all off. Albert Breer to end it, to sprinkle in some conversation about is Jalen Ramsey going to get traded? What is going on at the Combine? He's already in Indianapolis. What's going on in the halls, the whispers, the chitter-chatter? And then uh, hour number two, Jeff Passan on the pitch clock and the shift rules that were put into place over the weekend in Major League Baseball. And then who do you think you are? I am. (laughs) Is now 11 years and one day old. The 11-year anniversary of Pete Weber barking back apparently at somebody who's heckling. Who heckles a bowler? Um, He's (laughs) a Hall of Fame bowler. Uh, He's joining us in hour number two to stroll down memory lane. (laughs) <laughs> oh, and by the way, uh, the competition committee met about roughing the passer penalties and whether it should be reviewable. They're meeting at the combine. Oh, baby. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. We're off and running here on this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. Todd McShay, when we come back. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O, O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show radio network along with our Roku channel feed sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Todd McShay will be joining us in a matter of moments here on the Rich Eisen Show. Did you come up with a poll question, Christopher, at Rich Eisen Show? Were you able to hammer down uh, for I the did. weekends? I was thinking about it. Uh, well, I know we haven't done a poll question in a while, but because there was the double overtime Clippers Friday Kings night. game Friday night that hey, I went you were to there right wow uh, there was also the Saturday's crazy Celtics Sixers ending correct right. Tatum's game winner and Bead gets it off just after the buzzer that was unbelievable from like seventy feet. seventy feet right yeah. uh, and then there was the Laker twenty seven point comeback. Uh, and then Dame 71. I mean, what a NBA weekend, you know, to get us back in the mix as we uh, as we head down the okay. home stretch here. Put so it I'm going to throw there. that up. What's the best moment from the NBA week? At Rich Eisen Show. Brockman, Dame time was told on a Patek Philippe last night, though, wasn't it? Man? Oh. Holy cow. That wasn't 71 a, is insane. That wasn't a Timex. And it was mad efficient. Very efficient. 13 three-pointers. He also had six dimes. I think that's what like, uh, people were talking about Kobe last night, Kobe's 81-point mm-hmm. game. Kobe only had two assists in the 81-point game. Dame had six last night, yeah. which was mad impressive. Also, More uh, importantly, they got the win when Also they impressive, it. the threes, 13, that's a record, correct? I think but, one shy of Clay. Clay had 14. But that dunk. When he took, oh, when he went yeah. down the lane and just piped, like that was like, oh, because you don't see Dame doing that. And I, I just don't know if it's because um, it's because we we had a a nine day layoff or whatever, but where we missed the game and we got it back, mm-hmm. or the guys were well rested and lit it up. Remember, Dame but, took his first game off back right after two. So I know. He was definitely worse. I <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's true. He did. I know. Think about it, that's like a guy winning the home run derby <laughs> and then coming back his next game and like hitting four home runs in a game. Like because you figure you might have shut yourself out after he won the three point contest. I know right? this is I know this is unfair to everybody else who's currently sitting in the um play in game, right? But if you, it's a play-in tournament in the Western Conference, okay? 
The East, the East, it, you can't even compare the Eastern Conference playing tournament possibles no, no, no. to the Western <laughs> Conference. Uh, yeah. Certainly, since in the Western Conference, it's entirely possible you have either Steph, you can have you you could have a Western Conference uh, playing tournament with Steph, Lillard, LeBron, and what you could throw Luca in the mix. Luca, yeah, they could fall. No doubt. Look, you can even say They're one you and could, three. You could do that since acquiring Kyrie. The right. Clippers could fall down into that playing tournament. So you could have them. It's that's how tight this is right now. Let me just throw this out there: is uh, we're we're still searching for searching for McShay right now. <laughs> Good one. Uh, and I, I don't I don't see him on ESPN either. So I'm I'm uh, I'm a little confused. But um, so we were. I went to that Clippers Kings game. Mm-hmm. On Friday night, as you all know, man, you picked a good one, bro. Um, it was Shout Cooper's Cooper's twelfth <laughs> yeah. birthday. He took um, uh, a handful of his teammates from his sixth grade basketball and twelve or thirteen, twelve, twelve, and um, and Taylor brought a friend, and it was obvious from jump that this game was different mm-hmm. because every shot went in. When I say every shot went in, it was unbelievable. Whether it was a three-footer, whether it was somebody with a hand in the face, whether it was somebody who was just shooting a wide-open three or a runner, it just started going in. Coop turns to me after the first quarter. What was the score after the first quarter, if you don't mind calling up that box score? By the way, great, great headline from, uh, from our friends uh, as Jordan, Jordan, oh, of course, Jordan Sherrill, Rich Eisen Show editor, is taking care of a Kings board. Am I reading this right? <laughs> is a great headline right here from our Tyreek Hill. First quarter drop. was 40-40. That's or, right. Yeah, 40-40. That's right. He turns to me and he says to me, Dad, they're on pace to score 160 each. And I'm like, yeah, they'll slow down. <laughs> <laughs> Math was off a little. And then it was truly off the charts. On this night. With 9.32 left in the game, in the fourth quarter, it was 125 to 120 with nine minutes left. Well, we'll hit that later on uh, when we get a chance. But that was unbelievable on Friday night. Uh, He's from the Worldwide Leader in Sports, one of the top uh, draft analysts that is out there. Todd McShay, kind enough to call into the Rich Eisen Show here on the Monday to kick off Combine Week. How are you doing, Todd? Good. How you doing, Rich? I'm hanging in there, brother. I'm hanging in there. Uh, let's just jump out uh, right right off the gate and ask you, who's the, atop your, your board? Who is the number one guy in this draft that you think with the biggest upside or, or can play right now? Who, who do you have, just talent-wise, nothing, it doesn't matter uh, team need, doesn't matter position, yep. atop your board, Todd? Bryce Young, the Alabama quarterback. And I just getting to know him and, and knowing who he is and then watching the talent that he has and then studying him on tape. He, he's a, a smaller version of Patrick Mahomes is what he is. I mean, he's 195 pounds and, and maybe he'll get to 200 pounds by next week. We'll <laughs> see. And that's what everyone's going to talk about, but he is the poise that he has in the pocket, the, Ability to set, to sense pressure where it's coming from, and and just uh, he he has special qualities, and, and there are very few that are special. And Bryce Young to me is special. Okay, so then um, 
Walk me through the evaluation you think Ryan Poles, general manager of the Bears, uh, I know. and and Coach Eberflus. What walk me through that evaluation? If they have the number one overall pick, the question right. is is you know and Young is the best player in the draft, and you can get the best player in the draft, um, but you already have Justin Fields. Walk me through what you think that evaluation is going to be. Brutal, <laughs> really brutal. Because all right, here's the thing. I would actually take Bryce Young, and I know it sounds crazy, but I, I would do it because you're you're getting yourself you're buying yourself a couple of years of money, but you're you're betting on something that you don't know, and you also with with Fields you you've put a couple of years into developing that and developing him and developing the family and, and, and everything that, that is, you know, what the quarter, quarterback position should be. And so then you would, you would just all, all, like all of a sudden quit it. But I, but I still would take Bryce Young. I still would. Why? I mean, because you're starting over again or you're, you're he's, he's, he's your guy. So you, you would literally flip Justin Fields after, the two years we just saw from him to somebody yeah, else. Yeah, I would. I would because I, I think Bryce Young is special. I really do. I, like, if I could get Patrick Mahomes, and I, I know he's 195 pounds, but right. if I could get a version of Patrick Mahomes, I, I would do it. So what does he do? But, what does he do that you but see? I, on, but, I don't, I, but I don't, Rich, I don't think they're going to do that. I think that they're going to – trade out and, and get probably, you know, it's pick. I think they'll probably move back to four and then get pick 35 and then like a fourth round pick and then a second round pick next year is what I think is actually going to happen. Okay. So, um, wow. That would be uh, wild uh, to say the least. So let's walk me through what, you know, when. All right. One step at a time here. Bryce Young, what do you see on film that reminds you of Mahomes? To you, his poor. Like I've I've watched probably every single game that he's played, and I've uh, been with him live three different times. His poise and his ability to maneuver inside the pocket, to create and to feel pressure, and to just. Like it's no no big deal, mm-hmm. no big deal. That's the thing. He has a he has a different ability to just sense where the pressure's coming from, and is just calm about it. And there there are very few people, very few quarterbacks that can actually do that. And that that's why I think he's special. Todd McShay here from ESPN here on the Rich Eisen Show. Okay, so then let, let's just say the Bears do go ahead and flip Justin Fields. Who do you think would go and get him, Todd? Let's, I, let's play this well, out. I mean, you got Houston at two, right? You've got Indy at four. So uh, those are the top two teams that, uh, that I would think will, will make the move up. Las Vegas could move up from what is it seven? Mm-hmm. So I mean, there, there are 
I think when I looked at it, there were seven or eight teams in the in the top twenty that actually could move up. But here, here's the other thing: if you're if, if you're Chicago and you're sticking with Justin Fields, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. You don't want to move past four, correct? Because you want to make sure that you're still getting Will Anderson or Jalen Carter. Will Anderson, the defensive end from from Alabama, and Jalen Carter, defensive tackle from from Georgia. Those are the two special players in this draft. But you have to make sure that you get one of those two guys. Okay. Uh, Todd McShay here on the Rich Eisen Show. So walk me through the rest of the quarterback class. Uh, where, do you, what, what, where do you have C.J. Stroud? Where do you have the rest of them, Todd? Yeah, I have C.J. Stroud at number two. And he... He got better as the, as the process went on. He had his best game against Georgia. He finally showed his mobility and the ability to just move around and and, and utilize his, his athleticism. Will Levis is the most, I would say, intriguing because he – he has a, he has the strongest arm outside of Anthony Richardson, <laughs> but Anthony Richardson is is the most most physically gifted coming out of Florida. So you've got four quarterbacks that have very different skill sets and a lot of talent, but there's a lot of gamble here. Is the best way I can put it. Anthony Richardson is the most talented quarterback in this class but he is the least ready for, for the NFL right now. He needs another year, but he's not taking another year, so he's going to come out and we'll see what happens. And I hope for his sake that he winds up in, in a situation where you know a team is willing to take a year, maybe two years, develop him, and go through the process. Will Levis has the character and the toughness and the – integrity and like, like everything you look for for the quote-unquote it factor mm-hmm. and he's he's he has a strong arm and he's mobile but he's I, I still see some areas where he, he has to he has to learn how to process and look through through the field and I don't think he's there yet so, so you you have him in your mock draft Todd McShay landing at seven yeah, for the Raiders, uh, why do you why do you feel that's a fit? Why do you think McDaniel's is sitting there um, and, and going to go pull the because trigger I think, there? Because I think he would he'll he'll look at him and say, you know what, I can I can fix the the little things that need to get fixed, mm-hmm. and then he'll be my guy. That's fine. Okay, and then do you think he can start day one? Certainly if the Raiders, let's just say, go ahead and snag Jimmy G uh, in the next couple of weeks, what do you think? Uh, yeah. I, I think with Will, you could, you could actually start him day one. With Anthony, Anthony Richardson, I do not think you can, you can start him day one. But you think that uh, Frank Reich looks at him at, at, at nine and says, okay, uh, I'll I'll mold him while we figure things out with yes. Sam Darnold. Yes, well, 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 we'll take a year, maybe two years, whatever it is. But we we could have something really, really special. I'm talking like really special. 
if if we develop him properly. Todd McShay here on the Rich Eisen Show. A couple more minutes left with him as he kicks off our, our combine week. What do you think of uh, Zach Wilson, what the Jets need to do here? Um, you know, uh, Rodgers is going to make a decision at some point. Um, Derek Carr already came in there. Your colleague Diana Rossini said the Jets told him that he could be a first ballot Hall of Famer if he signs with them. And, of course, there's still a guy who went uh, second overall just two years ago. What do you think, Todd McShay? I think that <laughs> I think that Joe Douglas has put together a roster that that is absolutely phenomenal. If you're if you if if you're developing a young organization and you have the offensive rookie of the year, the defensive rookie of the year, and there's just every everything is in place to have success. I, for whatever reason. The quarterback position is not settled, and they obviously need to bring in somebody else. That That's the best way I can put it. Well, I mean, if you bring in somebody else, don't you think you can bring in somebody? Do you have – I guess with, with, with Rodgers, you know you got two years, maybe three, right? Yeah. With Carr, you, know with Carr you might get somebody longer. Um, I, I would bring in Aaron Rodgers is what, what I would do. That's exactly what I would do. Bring him in, and then you could uh, you could coach Zach up in the meantime. Okay. Yeah, and 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 give him time to sit behind and and see. You know, just just like Brett Favre with him, right? Yes, that's right. I guess so. Uh, so yeah. before I let you go, um, the the Bears are going to make this evaluation. Walk me through. You know, when you think they either fall in love with Young and flip Fields, or you know decide. Uh, we're keeping fields, and uh, somebody's going to come up to go get Bryce Young. What, what, I, think how, what gonna, you... I think they're absolutely going to trade out. I think they're going to move back. I think they're going to move back to to two or four, hmm? like I said, and make sure that they get one of the two special players in this draft, Will Anderson, the defensive end from Alabama, or defensive tackle Jalen Carter from Georgia. And and I think I think that's the move. But I, you I really do. But you, I, 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 I think they've they've invested so much in Justin Fields, and Justin Fields, to his credit, has developed so much. I, I just believe that they're going to stick with that. Except you would you would you would do the other. You would you would get young and flip Fields because you love young I, that much. I would. I would. Todd McShay, you're the man. Thanks again. Hope to see you. I appreciate you, bud. Take care, pal. Same to you. That's Todd McShay of ESPN right here on the Rich Eisen Show. So he would keep... He would would keep the pick and use it on the quarterback and flip Justin Fields. Man. Hmm. Let me just say this. That's the decision. No, no, let's let's just... let's, Let's pull the McShay here for a second. If they do that, Oh, and you're the Texans. Wouldn't you go? Wouldn't you say okay? Right. Okay to move up, or okay, or okay to 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 take the other guy. Would you flip to take Stroud? Would you flip? Hold on a second. If they keep Young, or if they keep the pick and just take Bryce Young, right, and yeah. flip Fields, right? Would you trade the number two overall pick for Justin Fields? Yeah, in a heartbeat. Wouldn't you trade the number two overall pick for Justin Fields? Yeah. Yeah. But if you just use the logic that McShay is using yeah. that the Bears are using, 
A lot of usings there. <laughs> they they take Stroud, who you got to think is just as good as Fields. Same body type, same measurables, same accolades in college, and you get the two more years of control. And and this is why you're going to start hearing the Bears are going to do this more often. That if you could get Bryce Young and Will Anderson, one two. Or you can get, I'm serious. I mean, that's, man. if you're the Colts, would you flip number four overall for? For Fields? For Fields. For, yeah, Colts are ready. Colts are ready to win You flip, you, you, you take Justin Fields, I think based fourth upon. overall, and, and, and then you're the Bears, you get Young and Jalen Carter. Yeah. Do you do that? Or do you keep Fields? You keep Fields and you draft Will Anderson. You keep Fields. Right. Or you keep Fields and you draft Jalen Carter fourth overall and you got first-round picks in the future. That sounds great. Too. That's the options. These are all the options. I like Obviously, the, the Texans would have to play along and say, we'll flip you two for Justin Fields. Right. I think you keep Fields and get Anderson. The way the contracts are now with first rounders, it just makes sense. If you can restart, you're just you're saving yourself money in the long run. But you're also setting your franchise back a, a year or but two. But if you think Bryce Young's just as good as Fields is now, you're not. Wow. Yeah, but that's a that's a roll of the dice. There, this right? is all going to be lit. <laughs> Thank you, Lovey Smith. Thank you, Lovey <laughs> <Thank> Smith. <laughs> Because if it was the Texans, be okay. Which one do they choose? What did you think? Right? If it was the Texans, first overall, it's like which one do they take? Young or um, or Stroud? Or Stroud. Yeah. And then and then the question would be whoever the Texans don't take. Is that's who the Bears. Two. That's who the Bears would either flip fields for or or not. Oh. I mean, that's the way it would have gone. Thank you, Lovey, is all we're saying. <laughs> all right, we'll take a break. We'll come back here. Uh, pitch clock in Major League Baseball. Dig Yay. it or not. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. I'll tell you what I think about it when we come back. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about... How to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, Pitch Clock made its debut in Major League Baseball over the weekend for spring training. Players have to get in the batter's box and look up and be focused on the pitcher eight seconds into a 15-second clock. If they don't, there's a strike call. (laughs) Pitchers have to be ready. Catchers have to be in the box as well. I mean, you got to move it along. 
Everybody kind of digs it, it seems. Uh, Aaron Judge says he likes it. Alex Cora said he likes it. Scherzer, Max Scherzer says it gives the pitcher more power. Because if you, if the hitter calls a timeout, which they're allowed to do it either once or twice, we're going to get um, our friend Jeff Passett of ESPN joining us in uh, top of the next hour, that um, then they got to get back in, and the pitcher can just basically hold it, and the guy cannot step out. He's got to focus for like, 10 seconds or 12 seconds. Scherzer says he loves it. He's going to start toying with hitters in that respect. But, but more power? They have all the power. They have the ball. But they do. The defense <laughs> has the ball. But, Nothing starts till they but, throw it. But players can keep stepping out on them and messing with their rhythm. Now they can't. However, if there's a runner on base, a pitcher can only step off the rubber or throw over twice. After that, the runner knows the pitcher's got to go to home plate. Here's the problem with the pitch, the, yeah. the pitch clock, I don't know. in my estimation, is yesterday's Red Sox-Braves game tied. Runners on, ninth inning, two strikes, hitter gets called out <laughs> because he wasn't set at eight seconds. A walk-off pitch clock violation. Now, I'm all for pace of play. I am. I do like baseball where I'm just sitting around and watching and chit-chatting and telling stories and what have you. Mm-hmm. But I'm 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 over the three what most likely outcomes as they refer to it or something like that of an at bat. Ball four strike three home run. Cuz the shift also takes away hits and things like that. Shift is gone now, too. I actually saw in spring training a left-handed hitter lace one to right field for a hit. And I'm like, where's the third baseman catching the ball? For a hit? Uh, shouldn't shouldn't <laughs> there be a shortstop right there? Snag it right out of the air? 40 feet onto the grass. <laughs> no. Not anymore. Not anymore. And the, See, bases, I'm down with that. the bases are bigger. Some more guys are going to reach. Because the bang-bang plays that used to be an out are now going to be a hit. People are going to be safe at second more often, maybe safe at third more often. Because the bang-bang plays where they're out, they're now going to be safe. You're going to see more action. And I dig it. Not a soul that agrees with me wanting to see more action wants a game to end on a pitch clock violation. I am sorry. And I, I, I am, as you know, a wannabe member of the NFL Competition Committee, mm-hmm. so I know about rule changes. Boy, do I know. And I know every year there's a rule change or a, an, a change of emphasis on a rule that's already in the books. The NFL wants it. They Boy, they want it called in the preseason. They not only want it called, they want it overcalled. They want to get it hammered into the mind's eye and the hearts and mind's eyes and heads of the players before the actual games count because they want it they want it out there now so it doesn't happen in the regular season happens all the time and that may be what's happening now in baseball okay but all it takes is one game one game in major league baseball for there to be a walk-off pitch count violation and everyone will be losing their minds let it be a Red Sox Yankees game in Yankee yeah. Stadium Sunday on Sunday night. night. ESPN. Oh God. Woo. Okay. <laughs> Runners on second and third. Red Sox down one. Yep. Two outs. A single puts them ahead. 
Yankees have down one, runners in scoring position, two outs, base hit, wins the game. Putting a little extra pine uh, tar on the bat. Uh, yeah, but Giancarlo Stanton didn't have his head up. What are we doing? Out. Game over. People will lose their minds. And I don't want to see a game end that way. And I don't want to hear, well, you, you should look up. You should know the rules. The rules are the rules. Screw those rules. Screw them. Of course, I always give a suggestion. Here's my suggestion. Keep the pace of play up. Innings one through eight. Fine. All good. Fine. Ninth inning, pitch clock off. Go for it. Pitch clock off. And you don't have to worry about extras because you got your stupid ass ghost runner. <laughs> So, and by the way, that's the way it should be called. S A G R. Sagger. Sagger. You got your Sagger. You hear Saber is a metric, right? Sagger. You got your stupid ass ghost runner. It'll move. Don't worry. Your game will be over soon. Ninth inning, pitch clock off. I want zero pitch clock violations. Or you, I guess it's off in extra inning too. I don't want it on in the 10th or 11th inning. Nobody wants that. Pace of play all the way to the ninth, and then so be it. Jeff Passon coming up. All it takes is one. That's what I always said about this fumble through the end zone. You say it's a rule. You should follow it. Don't reach for the pylon so the ball doesn't go in the end zone don't and don't lose the ball. Don't fumble. Wait till it happens in the Super Bowl. That's all. Wait till it happens. Oh, it hardly ever happens. So we, why should we change it? Because it's going to happen at the worst possible time. Same thing with this pitch clock violation. Nobody wants to see it. And right now it's really confusing because, you know, the director's zooming in on the dramatic shot of the pitcher staring in for the sign, and then all of a sudden they take the wide shot and the umpire's going like this, and he's, <laughs> he's pointing. Yesterday the guy that got called out on the Braves thought he was advancing on a balk, and then the umpire goes, no, 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 you're out. You're out. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be confusing. Yeah. It's going to be confusing. And I know they're probably overcalling it now so it doesn't happen in the regular season. You're right. One through eight. Innings one through eight. Have at it. Move it along. So, this, you know, it's the eight innings takes two hours. Hour 50. Two hours and ten. After that, pitch clock off. We will not, in Major League Baseball, have a walk-off pitch clock violation in my world. I like that. Brilliant. Thank you. <laughs> because the last thing you want is somebody to just be screwing around in the batter's box for eight and a half seconds and the game is suddenly kaput. Can't have it. Won't have it. Einstein knows. So does Eisen. What about passing? <laughs>